0: Triple gold for cyclist Elise Andrews with a gold in the Kieran this morning, bringing her total medal haul to four. She joins a select group of Kiwis to win three golds at a single Commonwealth Games, a fact she wasn't even aware of initially.
1: Oh my gosh, wow, <laughs> no,
0: it's amazing, it's really overwhelming, um, but just the best, thank you. And even more amazing, she had COVID not long before the Games started. It wasn't ideal obviously, um, tested positive um, two and a half weeks ago I think and so it was yeah, quite hard knowing that we had this really big competition coming up and I wanted to be my best for it and so I had a lot of rest um, I wasn't completely uh, o- overly ill but it wasn't amazing either and so I'm yeah, so happy that I overcame that Um, And that maybe the rest was like a good thing for my body um, and I could come into racing and uh, smash it. Aaron Gate also made it three goals for him after a dominant performance this morning in the 40k points race. Campbell Stewart claims silver. Here's what Aaron Gate had to say after his win.
2: Uh, Lisa's performance was some good inspiration just before we went out there. It was pretty cool to be warming up and see her ride like that. So um, yeah, cool to be
1: able to finish it off too.
0: It was also a silver for Michaela Drummond in the women's 10k scratch race. Stuff reporter Rob Van Royen is at the Velodrome in London. Massive mission for you to get there today, Rob. But exciting scenes this morning. Elise Andrews, what a legend!
2: Yeah, it's been a it's been a full-on day. Yeah, I mean it was quick fire gold for Elise uh, Andrews, and she became the fourth New Zealander in history to um, with that gold and the Curran to win three medals at the Commonwealth Games. But uh, that quickly became. Five New Zealanders with Aaron Gate won gold shortly afterwards in the 40 um, kilometre points uh, so, uh, race so the New Zealand anthem was belted out twice in, in quick succession
0: Nice. And how's Bryony Botha going uh, after what happened in the scratch race?
2: Well, it, it took a while to sort of get any word. Even um, Michaela Drummond, who ended up getting silver for New Zealand in that, that race, which was a fine effort after the restart. It, essentially, it was a five-kilometre race. Um, and afterwards, she um, was looking for word on her teammate. And uh, last word was that she was fine. It didn't seem like anything serious. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty... Well, horrific crash for those watching.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, to be me, not quite on the scale as that one yesterday, but it was still mm. pretty, uh, pretty nasty. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yesterday's crash was incredible. Watching. You know the cyclists fly into the crowd and then be yeah. taken off to hospital in the back of an ambulance.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people have seen the photos. Uh, the photos are probably more impressive than the, than the video. I mean, if you look at the photos, you you see uh, you know parents holding their young children and just the horror on their faces. These cycles are coming over.
0: Mm. So, what else is there to come for cycling?
2: That's it. that's uh, cycling done on the track anyway. There's obviously the road stuff, and uh, so, and there's also the uh, mountain biking disciplines, but that's it on the track. So London is is officially done with uh, the the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Um, They're they're packing up as I speak. I'm in the media centre. I'm going to tap out some stories before I get the train back to Birmingham
0: three-hour train ride
2: yeah i think it's like it's about a 40 minute uber from uh from the eastern station to get to, to here and it should be a bit oh. quicker back it's actually not that far but just traffic uh so it won't be too bad getting back to the uh, train station but it's yeah and then it's another two hours from there so you're looking at you uh, yeah roughly three hours
0: oh travel safely Yesterday, 17-year-old sensation para swimmer Josh Wilmer swaggered into the spotlight, claiming gold in the 100-meter SB8 breaststroke final. He told us how he got in the mood for that epic gold medal finish.
2: Uh, Nothing really, just, oh, well, I was quite nervous for that race, actually. So, but, like, I don't know, I was just pumped up, you know, just, you know, chucked on some Metallica, you you know, just jammed out for, like, a couple minutes and then, you know, go in the zone, or kind of, you know, but, you know, get the crowd going, get me in the zone.
0: Roving reporter and resident music buff in Anderson, I approve of Wilma's choice of hype music, but what would be your hype song?
1: Well, that's a fine question. Not probably the same uh, material as Young Josh. Uh, I was going to suggest Oh Superman by Laurie Anderson, but that's kind of cynical. I think I think I've got three probably that I would play to to bang my head before something like a, a Commonwealth Games win final. Um, Can't hardly wait by the Replacements, uh, Barb Wire Love by Stiff Little Fingers, and Stay Beautiful by the Manic Street Preachers. That, that'd be the Spotify playlist.
0: Oh. Good choices. You've also been out doing some field research for us. Any more signs of ghost chips and skinny sausages after yesterday's discussion?
1: I have been doing my best the last couple of days here at the uh, Aquatic Centre. Possibly an unfair representation, that tweet. Might have been a filter on the photo. The chips are actually better cooked than what that suggested, and there's a fairly good amount, and they come very quickly as well, too. I've had many worse chips than those. but um, However, I have not been bold enough to go down the line. Long skinny sausage route, so to speak. <laughs> I did see a young boy drop his uh, sausage on the concrete yesterday and then um, steadfastly refused mum's promotion of the three second rule and dad sort of tripped <laughs> off to join the snaking queue with a look on his face which hinted he was pondering his life choices.
0: Have you tried anything else other than chips?
1: I think the problem here is with inside the media centre, it's not too bad. But um, to paraphrase uh, Scottish comedian Frankie Boyle, the forbidden fruit in the UK is fruit. Uh, I'd trade my firstborn son for a crisp apple right now.
0: Oh, your poor firstborn son. Uh, and any more problems with transport?
1: No, it's been reasonably smooth. There was apparently a two-hour meeting uh, early on, uh, after a couple of days, on the transport problems with the buses and fairly smooth sailing since then, although today the bus, Media Transport bus out to the Aquatic Centre did take a slightly different route and went to another stop which was similar to the area that we went to on the first day of the triathlon and I had flashbacks like a Vietnam veteran sitting there waiting for that to move.
0: <laughs> oh and where are you going to be over the next couple of
1: days? I'm hoping to go to the squash tomorrow. Both uh, Paul Cole and Joel King moved into the semi-finals today, so they have those last four matches tomorrow. That will be there and then hopefully back to the pool the following night for Lewis Glebert in the 200 IM.
0: Fantastic. I will enjoy. Here's what else made headlines overnight. In bowls, the women's fours were just pipped at the post in their semi-final against India and will play Fiji for the bronze. Boxer Alex Makuka progressed into men's featherweight quarterfinals. In the three-on-three basketball, the New Zealand men lost 21-18 to Canada in the quarterfinals. And in weightlifting, Cameron McTaggart finished sixth in the men's 81-kilogram category, and Emma McIntyre finished fifth in women's 64-kilogram category. Hey, producer John O.
3: Good morning, Zoe. How are you?
0: Good morning. Good. Another exciting day with gold medals for us. Uh, So it turns out no one likes parking tickets and there's tickets galore for Birmingham residents. Tell us more.
3: Yeah, Ian and Rob may have their own issues with buses and trains and Ubers and, and who knows what else, but if you're living in Birmingham right now or trying to get around in a car, it's proving to be a very expensive exercise because parking tickets are being dished out like gold medals to the New Zealand cycling team. Everybody's getting one. So there's about 200 roads in Birmingham that have some kind of parking or access restriction at the moment around all the venues. That's a huge number of roads in and really big, busy areas and areas where lots of people are trying to get to see the action. And particularly around um, the University of Birmingham, which is where the hockey and the squash are being held, lots and lots of parking tickets have been dished out to people who are parked on streets around that area. They're £50 tickets. That's 96 New Zealand dollars. And everyone's saying this is actually just ridiculous. The transport's not good enough. People are having to drive to get to the events. And, you know, they're getting absolutely stung for it. There are actually free buses included in people's tickets to the events. But given what we know Ian and Rob have been going through, um, perhaps the bus transport isn't that great.
0: Oh no, that's quite a whack for a parking ticket, my goodness.
3: Yeah, a hundred bucks. I was like, that's a hard no from me.
0: (laughs) Definitely a hard no from me too. Thanks, Jono. And that's the podium from day four of the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. On behalf of Rob Van Royen and Ian Anderson in Birmingham, producer John O'Williams and audio editor Sam Scannell, I'm Zoe George. Join us tomorrow for athletics, swimming, netball, weightlifting, cricket, judo, bowls, squash and gymnastics. Remember, you can find all the latest games action online at stuff.co.nz. And if you liked this podcast, check out more fabulous stuff podcasts at stuff.co.nz forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Namihi, go well.
3: I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby
2: league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos, and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and, of course, everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories, too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that.
3: You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your
2: podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've gotta take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs>